is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I'm still kind of bamboozled by Uncle Chen, the 50-year-old Chinese marathoner who smokes like a chain smoker through a whole marathon. So I'm, I'm just contemplating it the, the, the whole day yesterday. I'm like, how does that work? Guy's 50 years old. He's just lighting up Paul Miles or Lucky Strike, probably filterless, right? Running like a madman three and a half hours in a, in a, in a, in a marathon. I mean, this is a guy that placed like 575 or four out of 1,500. So I'm thinking to myself, how does that work? And then I remembered, you know, you were talking about having a cigar. And then when I, you know, I was, used to have a cigar with Tunch, right? You know, I never felt like doing anything like that. But then I remembered he wanted, he liked to smoke while he was having a cigar while he was walking. He said it was like weightlifting oh. for the lungs. <laughs> Stop. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Try to unpack that one, buddy. Listen, you can't you can't just drop these bombs like right in the, right in the opening monologue. Here. <laughs> I've got to adjust. I got I got to warm up. You know what I'm saying? Like like you talk about the weightlifting for, for weightlifting. For yeah, that your was lungs. touch. He goes, yeah. He goes, it's like weightlifting for your lungs. Oh my god, that is. Uh, you know, I, I you know, I don't even know what to say. I yeah. mean, it, but it. Is it a curl? Is it anaerobic? I mean, are we doing concentric and eccentric? I mean, there's so many more questions left to ask on that. On that, so much more meat on that bone. <laughs> oh, that was chluch, man. Why, Tunch? Why? <laughs> you didn't give you us the us answer. The mysteries of faith here. Come on. <laughs> oh man, Chluch oh. was what a treat he was. I miss him oh, every that day, is, every single day. Yeah. Man. That is a that is an absolute <laughs> gem wolf right there. Oh, he man, was beautiful, gonna, man! Oh yeah, man, I, I'm gonna use that excuse on my wife next time. Why are you smoking that cigar? Well, it's weightlifting for my lungs. <laughs> there you go. I'm just getting better, baby. Don't worry, hon. It's a 45 minute thing. Don't worry. I, I'm gonna stay hydrated with this bourbon as well. Don't worry. <laughs> Safety first. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to throw my hat into the ring today, it's Donut Friday. I walked by, there were some little duck donuts there, and you got bacon, and, and you know, oh. I lost it. I just, I just like hornswoggled a couple of donuts, l- man. L- listen, duck donuts has been a fave in this household for oh, years. Aren't they wonderful? Because, well, because we we first discovered um, in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, right. It was it was during a family reunion um, weekend, um, and I'll never forget. It was my father in law. He's like, Max, you got to try these donuts. They're so amazing. <laughs> I'm like, it's a donut. I mean, what 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 else can you do to it? Like, I've been to Voodoo Donuts. I've been to Portland and had those at the right. original Voodoo Donut. Um, I've had. Big C's donuts. I've had Randy's donuts in L.A. I mean, I've had donuts. So I'm like, really? Just, just you know, simmer down. It, it, it's, a, it's a donut shop in Ohio, okay? I mean, yeah, it's cool. And I was severely mistaken. Yes. I, I, I was wrong. And then my buddy, one of my good friends, Matt, who lives um, in Columbus, he was like, uh, Max, 
go get those do- duck donuts. I was like, oh, oh, don't you worry, Matt. I've already had, but I'll partake again. And I went a second time with my buddy Matt. And so now I'm an addict. And we had duck donut. There was duck donuts down there in uh, Charlottesville. Oh, yeah. Um, when I was doing the UNC UVA game, which, by the way, I know we didn't touch this, but I mean, prayers to the family of oh, the victims yes. at UVA, you know, University of Virginia. They actually canceled their game for this Saturday. Um, kind of dealing with the aftermath of oh um, of the shooting that took place, and especially to the the the, you know, the football players, and you know, it's just a sad situation all around. So I do want to take a moment to say thoughts and prayers with the families um, of those affected, and the entire university and student body, all their friends um, that they have. You know, a lot of these kids did not anticipate this. You know, you played a game together. You're going on a trip, and you're thinking, oh, I'll be back, get ready for football, and then life ha- life has a way of uh, changing that. Um, so we do send our thoughts and prayers. Uh, just when, just, just crossed my mind again when, I, when we were exactly. talking about Duck Donuts, so I wanted to make sure I, I, I addressed that. Yes, absolutely. You know, that is just – it's uh, it's terrible what's going on at times. You know what I mean with the, the, the things and, you know, the heck with it. We're going to talk football, but yeah, condolences yes. and prayers out, and a lot of love out to the people who are hurting today. I mean, that's oh my Max, it's yeah, tough, yeah, yep. tough hey, stuff. I know. Okay, I know. But yes, you know what? It, you know what? Wolf. You know what? Wolf. It, it is. It is a football Friday, though. It is a football Friday, my friend, and, and it is. Uh, it is our breakdown, right? We're breaking it down. Yes, that's right. Breaking it all the way down. Like a soul train line. That's what we're going to do today on this show. I don't have much rhythm, buddy. <laughs> that, that's okay. That's okay. Don't worry. We're going to find a beat that's comfortable for you. Wolf. There you go. We're working there it we now. Go. Oh, yeah, yes. we are. We are, man. Let, but uh, let me start we, this you, off. You start. Okay. You start it. Here, because I got a concept for you. One of the things I love to do was, of course, I, I spent years training in the martial arts. I just love this stuff. You know, and it just is great in my gym and everything like that. One of them was Kali. Kali is the indigenous art of the Philippines, right? It's a basically, uh, um, it's an art that uh, really emphasizes the fact that empty hand and weaponry can be used in the same way, you know, empty hand or not. Um, One of the concepts of Kali is defanging the snake. And that's certainly, you you know, you knock the, the, you pull the the fangs out of the snake, the thing is harmless, right? Unless, of course, it's a python that ate a five-foot alligator down in the Everglades. I don't know if you saw that one. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, that's that's really hungry. You've got to be hungry to take an alligator and eat that thing. All right, but regardless, you defang the snake, you make it harmless, and... This is what I'm thinking you got to do in Cincinnati. Look, you got a five-headed Hydra. You got Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd is the wide receivers. Joe Mixon is a running back, and Hayden Hurst has got almost 40 passes he's caught already. I mean, this is this is a, a group of guys offensively that can get the job done, but it's going to start going after Joe Burrow's being able to mix up coverages, being able to disguise them a little bit, but getting pressure with the big four is going to be huge. You gotta pull those fangs out of Joe Burrow. Yeah, no, you you absolutely have to. I mean, this is you know, I don't know if you watch this show. It's on uh, Nat Geo's called uh, the uh, Doctor Pole. He's like, yeah, I've vet. seen that uh, dude before. It's oh crazy. man, the incredible Doctor Pole. I mean, you know, and so one of the things you know you have to 
come in with a calm mindset, right? Make sure the animal does not sense the fear hormone. You know oh, what I'm saying? Right, that pheromone right, you right, give off right. of fear. So you have to come in with confidence, and you have to come in as your equal. You can't walk in feeling nervous, inadequate, or feeling like you don't belong, right? Because the animal senses that. Right, right. And it picks up on that. And what is what what is the nature of any beast, just like we were talking about a python trying to eat an alligator, right? A snake's natural instinct is to bite. Right. Right? Well, the instinct of the individual encountering that snake and knowing what its nature is, you take the proper precaution. And that's what the Steelers have to do. You have to take the proper precautions before you go step in there with that animal. And oh, I was going to say, what, you got to wear cowboy boots? You know, because snakes can't strike up above the knee. So if you wear cowboy boots, you know, you're, you're pretty safe there. I mean... I mean, they, they, they can lunge and strike hands. I mean, they, I mean, they, they can sense vital organs, Wolf. I mean, I mean, come on. The cowboy boots will help me, but. Uh, you give me the opening and, you know, I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I know. You, you were ready. You were ready. You're like, <laughs> cowboy boots. Next question. <laughs> Done with this topic. Solved it. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Ooh, 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 I got this one. I got this Horshack. one. Horshack. Horshack from uh, <laughs> yeah. whatchamacallit. Oh, oh welcome gosh. Back, uh, yeah. yeah, welcome back, Connor. Thank, yeah. Thanks, oh, Horshack. Oh, 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 Mr. Cotter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, man. Gosh, that's, that's awesome. That's an awesome <laughs> reference to get it on a Friday morning. Um, it's because of the donuts, but, buddy. I'm donut smart it, this morning. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sugar high is always good. <laughs> you might be, you might be doing the second hour all by yourself. As I yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say the, the crash. It's like you're like wolf, wolf. Yeah, yeah. Duck, 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 duck. Goose. Uh, yeah, and I'm the goose. Yes. Um, no, um, but but the pro- it's taking the proper precaution. Yes. So if you are dealing with someone like you said, you're dealing with a five headed monster, right? You're dealing with a hydra. <clears throat> the first thing to do is identify what the issue is, right? A lot of those individuals you named aerial combatants, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the guys that you – so for the secondary, how, how, how can you be smart? How can you make sure you limit what both these twin skyscrapers can do between Jamar Chase and T. Higgins? Uh, and then also with Hayden Hurst running the middle. Pass rush. Yep. Pass rush. And you got to have man, it. And five-man pass rush. Drop six into coverage, right? If you could hit with TJ, with Alex Highsmith, Larry Ogunjobi, with Cam Hayward, um, you know, we'll see what DeMarvin Leal can give us um, in that. But if not, you know, you do have Isaiah Loudermilk. You do have Chris Chris Wormley, right? Right. They've already been in this rotation. That is going to be the meat of this. Um, And, you know, I like the way that, they started last week, right? You eliminate Alvin Kamara from the equation. And like you said, this is the same offensive line we saw week one. Have they gotten better? Yes. But have they really been tested like what we're going to give them as a test? No. I don't think they've seen a better group up front um, so far this season. And I think that is something that if you can get that early, you can get them to be reminiscent of what week one was. Mm -hmm. Guess what? You're now defanging. You're now defanging them. Exactly. You're now taking the bite away from them. So the biggest thing is going to be, you know, 
early on they're going to try and establish Joe Mixon, right? So your your rundown blitzing has to affect as though it's play action. You've got to attack the ball carrier as well as the quarterback and have a guy for each of them. But also let that secondary give them as much resource as possible. Don't put them in man situations early. No. Try and drop it into zone. But I think the five-man rush or four-man rush can hit home with this crew because it is the same crew. And I haven't seen that much incremental upgrades. It's just Joe's gotten smarter and quicker. But, I mean, right. guys can still be put on their back. Cordell Volson, that kid, you can still, you can still test him. Cam on him, that's my, that's my prime matchup, is going to be watching that one because he's still a rookie. He's still in diapers. Yes. Right? Yep. He, he, he has not graduated to training pants yet. Yep. He's, not a, he's not a big boy just yet. And I think that that's going to be one of my big, big things that I'm looking for initially is going to be pass rush to eliminate and neutralize three of those heads of the monster. You know, the interesting thing is you bring up Cordell Volson. He's, uh, according to Zach Taylor, he's come a long ways and he's doing well. But I was watching the tape of the morning of the game this morning, right? And there was nothing yeah. fancy. Cam just beat him up in that first rush. You know? Nothing fancy. Just a fist fight. Yeah. It, was, it was not, you know, it was two guys in a phone booth. And one of them came out of the phone booth really quick, and that was Cam after having got rid of Cordell Volson. Listen, the kid is obviously going to be a good player at some point, I'm sure. He is a good player now. He wouldn't be starting if he wasn't. But the fact of the matter is, I think this is going to be one of the keys is reestablishing Captain Cam, having that opportunity to go at him again uh, and do the same things that he did earlier. Because, again, it wasn't a quick swim. It wasn't, you know, a speed rush. It was just Cam walking him back and then discarding him like, I'm done with you, and then sacking the quarterback. I, I look for more of that, but it's like we were just you were just talking about. You've got to make hay with the four guys up front. You really do, especially if Minka is going to be down because there's situations where if Minka was up and you can go your three safety against some other things, you know, there's there's things that you can do that, I, 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 okay, great. But if you're down Minka, that's that's just – that's something that's going to hurt. Yeah, no, I mean, it's going to hurt because, like you said, Minka is is a difference maker, right? He is – he's he's one of the other prime factors – um, that allow you to be force multipliers, if that makes sense. I think I just said that correctly. I was doing math homework with my kids, so I thought I'd throw that in there today. Um, meaning he is one of the prime individuals that when you put an exponent on there with him, such as T.J. Watt, it multiplies what he can do. Um, and for him in that secondary, that, that is, and then now you add DeMonte KZ into that mix, and now you can operate out of big nickel. So that means you can operate – in any formation that they can throw at you, if all three of those guys are working the triangle um, in the secondary, and now you don't have to, you know, now you can get a now you can go with the four man line, and you can go with the with the two with two backers, and you feel good because Terrell or Demonte can go down play near in and around and near the box, right? And now it gives you that seventh man look if they do try and tighten things up, right? Um, but if they do disperse, boom, you still got guys who, who, who can activate, who can tackle, who can cover, and who can also apply pressure. That's one of the things that I like because remember, when you have those three safeties, sorry, when you have those three safeties in there, you still have Arthur Millette as the nickel as, as that other as that other nickel guy sitting in there. And you still got Cam and Levi. So 
you can you can do some some really funky things that can really mess them up that they did not get to see the first time around. Right, right. Um, but yeah, but it's all hinging on hey, what can Minka do and not do? Has has the uh, ha- has the uh, the super regenerative uh, skills taken over to heal that adamantium? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we're still super going regenerative. At- I like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and because remember, he's Weapon X. He's not Wolverine, so right. that's what we're trying to get to. He's Weapon X. And um, and I think I think that's going to be a key factor. But if not, I mean, there's still things you can do because I still love some of the stuff we do with a, with a three linebacker look. You know, when you get Spillane, Miles Jack, and Devin Bush on that level, I think you can still do some things. Especially when you're talking about Spillane against Hayden Hurst. I thought he did a great job against Juwan Johnson a week ago, um, and some of the things that Hayden Hurst does along the scenes. I think Robert Spillane can keep up with that. Um, you know, this is, we're not talking about like a Cal Pitts, Jimmy Graham type of guy that that's going to be like a split out <laughs> wide and is going to burn down the middle of the field. Like he is still a very possessive possession based receiver in Hayden Hurst. Um, and your main guys that you're going to focus on are going to be the exterior guys, right? You're going to still think Tyler Boyd and company with Jamar Chase and T Higgins are going to be the primary. So now most of your guys are going to be more so numbers outside type of guys and then Tyler of course will cross in the middle but I like when we get into some of those Tampa 2 type concepts of cover three stuff Miles Jack being the guy that's dropping at depth and can and can come downhill so it's um there's some options it is it is a bit uh you know it's a bit you you want to go in with a fully loaded uh complement of assailants but you know when you don't have Minka I thought they did a good job last week but it could be such a better job if you have your full complement of guys. There's no question in my mind, you know. Minka is to the back end what T.J. Watt is to the front end. You know, I mean, that's just that's, that's right. the nature of the beast. So, you know, I, yeah, I like where we're going with this. And I, I look at the fact, yeah. you know, looking at Joe Mixon, Joe Mixon had a big oh, last week against uh, Carolina. What was it, four touchdowns, something like that? You know, 153 yards. And uh, yeah. If it wasn't last week, it was the week before or something. The guy is uh, the guy's a little bit on a tear. I look at this and uh, you know this is a great opportunity to shut him down. He's, you know, he the one thing he does do so very well all the time is bend it back. He is just a quintessential cutback runner. I think just watching him play, um, the backside backers are gonna have to really, really stay home. They're not. They can't. They can't just run arbitrarily over the top. They've, they've got to watch that ball, locate the ball, and play their gap, man, and be patient. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's going to be the biggest thing is discipline, right? Um, because that's what Joe Burrow banks on. He banks on you not getting discipline. He banks on having that carrot of, oh, you beat me to the inside. You've beaten our guy to the inside. I'm just going to sit here in the pocket. Then boom, he he sneaks out the outside, and then he's finding a sideline route. Right. Um, when you look at the games where they won, outside of just being clean on the sheet, not throwing an interception, the other thing has been that he can find the he can find T Higgins on a fifty fifty jump ball. Right. Right. Jamar Chase is going to do something where he's going to get your safety in your corner in a bind and split both of them, and then there, then there's then there's a moonshot ball that comes down the middle to the seam area, right, on, on a post route. Like, those are the things that Joe Burrow really fashions himself for, right? He's looking for those big plays, but he's looking for on accounting of you not running the contained rush, 
not constricting the pocket around him, somebody freestyling, and then he's able to see that on the line while keeping his eyes downfield. He has a great sixth sense for that. So it's a – it's something that discipline is going to be key in this game, and I think our guys are, are are honed in on that because they've had to be disciplined in moments, you know, because you, <laughs> yep. when you don't have those X factors. But, Wolf, I want to step aside real fast. Because we let's are disciplined with the breakdown. too, right? <laughs> we are. We are getting disciplined. You don't have to tell me every time. I see the clock, and I'm going <laughs> to adhere to the clock. Yeah, oh, there it is. See, look, he's throwing me off. Yes, I did. I did it, Wes. <laughs> I have followed the clock, and we are going to step aside in this locker room <laughs> breakdown, and we're going to come back with more breakdown of the Cincinnati Bengals in the in the sweet meat chili sauce uh, capital of the world. That's what I'm gonna call it. It's not it's not chili. It's no, sauce. It's sauce. Um, but uh, but when we come back, we'll do that. You're in the locker room with Wolf Starks, and of course our lead ninja who doesn't believe I can follow a clock here on SNR and ESPN Radio. <laughs> For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 